Hello, brothers and sisters. This is your brother in the Lord, Latter-day Preacher. Join me every day of the week on Anchor, the podcast. The name of my podcast is Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. It does not matter where you are, but you are welcome. You are all my brothers and sisters. I love you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Greetings, 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 brothers and sisters. Hope that you are well wherever you are. Wherever you are, I am Latter-day Preacher. And I think this is a time for us to pray. This is a time for us to pray before we begin. Before we begin with our word of the Lord, it's time for us to pray. Father, we thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for being faithful, O God. We thank you, Lord, for your divine protection, for your divine intervention, O God, in our lives, O God. Father, we are still alive today, O God. You've been protecting us, O God, from the beginning of the year until now, O God. Father, we thank you, O Lord, that you have given us this time, O God, to proclaim your word, to profess your word, to proclaim your gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for our children, for our wives, for our husbands, for our families, O God. Thank you, Lord, for being faithful in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Father, for this wonderful day that you have given us, O Lord. Father, we shall truly rejoice in it. We thank you, Lord, for this platform that you have given us, O Lord, to share your word with your people. May your word, O God, be a lamp unto our feet. May your word, O God, be a seed in our hearts. May it draw and draw and draw until we come we come to the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. Father, we thank you for being faithful, for being loving. We thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation, for the gift of eternal life in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you indeed. Hello, brothers and sisters. This is your brother in the Lord, Latter-day Preacher. Join me every day of the week on Anchor, the podcast. The name of my podcast is Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. It does not matter where you are, but you are welcome. You are all my brothers and sisters. I love you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Oh yes, before we go any further, I think it, it, is, it will be proper for us to just play a bit of music, a bit of music. Remember, this is the fifth season, third episode, so we are doing well, we are doing well. Listen to this beautiful song on a beautiful day, on a Monday. Keeps on he keeps on doing. That is our God. Keeps on doing. Great things keeps on doing. He keeps on doing. He keeps on doing great things. Keeps on doing great things. 
yes, oh 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 yes. That's it, that's it, that's it. Thank you, Brother Benjamin Dube, saying he keeps on doing. Thank you, Jesus, for keep on doing the great, for keep on doing good things in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today, brothers and sisters, let's go back to the Word of God. Let's go back to the Word of God. Remember, today, I am beginning a, a three-day series, part one, part two, part three. And today we are talking about the seed. But today we are focusing on the seed as the word, okay? So basically you're talking about the word today, okay? So it is a three-day series um, talking about the seed, the importance of the seed, the power of the seed. Today it is part one, then tomorrow, um, it's part two, then on Wednesday, it's going to be part three. And then it will be a final, uh, final, final, final episode um, um, on this topic. Talking about the power of the seed, part one, we are focusing today on the word, the word of God as a seed, because we all know that the word of God, it is a seed. It is a seed. A seed, it's something that must grow. It is something that it is, that is something that, is planted so in order for the seed to grow it must be planted on a fertile soil or on a good soil then it will grow hallelujah praise god praise god let us go to our word today let us firstly before we go any further let us look at the beginning uh, of the word let us look at john 1 1 john 1 john 1 john chapter 1 the bible says in the beginning the word already existed so the word was with god and the word was god so what we learn here is that the word has always been there the word has always been there from the beginning of the of the from the beginning of the of the word as the bible from the beginning of the world or from the beginning of the universe or from the beginning he existed in the beginning with god so the bible says that in the beginning the word already existed already existed so the word was with god and the word was god and the word was god so when we're talking about the word that was with god obviously we're talking about christ okay because he is the word he is the word he is the word he is the word. So we talked about that in John 1.1. 1, 1. Now, let's talk about the God's word. Go deep in the word of God. Praise mighty Jesus. As I've already explained that um, God's word is the seed. Praise God. God's word, it is a seed. And our hearts are the soil. Our hearts are the soil. God's word is the seed and our hearts are the soil praise god so what 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 i mean by this is that the word must leave its um um its original position praise god its 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 original position to its designated um destination so its original position it is the bible right but the word cannot stay in the Bible because when the word is in the Bible, praise God, and people don't know it, then it is useless. So the word has to leave its, or its original position. Just like Jesus Christ left his original position, which is heaven, on the right, on the right hand of his father in heaven. Praise God. He left the Holy of Holies so that he can be here on earth, so that he can be here on earth so that he can be here on earth for a purpose for because of the will of the father so the word also must leave its original um uh, position which is the bible to the designated 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 destination the designated um destination of the word of god it is our hearts it is our heart. So the word of God is the seed. The word of God is the seed. 
The word of God is the seed. The word of God is the seed. So the seed must be planted in a fertile soil or in a good soil. So the soil that we are talking about is our hearts. Because when the word of God leaves the Bible, which is the original position, it must go to the designated uh, destination, which is the soil. The soil is our heart. So the minute you accept the word of God, then the word of God will grow in your heart. Because the word of God has to have um, what we call, okay, we will get into that. We'll get to that right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. In the word of God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We're talking about the word today as the seed. We're talking about the word today as the seed. But you must understand one thing. So in order for the word, remember the, what the Bible says. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. In other words, you cannot, um, the word of God cannot live in its original position unless a, a preacher preaches it unless a preacher uh, unless a man of god a pastor or 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 a prophet or or, or or an apostle preaches the word of god okay for you to hear the word of god it must be preached for you to have faith it must be preached because the the bible says faith cometh by hearing so you must hear the word of god if you are someone who has not been introduced into the word of God or if you are someone who is not yet praise God uh, in the knowledge of Christ in order for you to be in the knowledge of Christ or in order for you to know the word of God or in order for you to know Christ then you must be introduced to the word of God so a preacher must preach the word to you so that you and your heart which is that word that preacher is preaching it is what we call the seed. So the seed must find a place in your heart. So when you accept the, the when you accept the word, then the word obviously will draw. Because when you accept the word of God, there is joy. Praise God. There is joy. And there is there will come a time when you have a zeal for the word of God. When you want to know more, that is when you will go to your Bible and read more the word of God and meditate upon the word of God. As the Bible says in the book of Joshua, um, chapter 1, verse 8, that we must meditate. Let us go to that book so that we read exactly what God wrote in that book. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to the Old Testament right now. We're going to the book of Joshua right now. Uh, chapter 1. I said chapter 1, verse 8, right? Thank you, Jesus. Study this book of instruction continually. This is the in instruction of God. To, 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 to Joshua. So he says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and, and succeed in all you do. So it's obvious. It, it, is, it is obvious that you cannot obey the word of God. So in other words, the seed cannot grow in you unless you understand the seed, unless you understand the word of God, unless your soil is fertile or unless your soil, it is a good soil. Praise God. So you cannot and you will not understand the word of God unless you read it. If you want to know the will of the Father, study his word. If you want to know the purpose of the Father, study his word. If you want to know the promises of the Father, study his word. That is why God had instructed um, 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 a brother Joshua in this, 
in this in this verse that um in verse 8 that says study this book of instruction continually why there is a reason why you should study the word of god the bible and god says meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it you cannot obey the word of god if you don't know it the only way that you will have you will obey the word of god it is if you know it if you study it if you meditate upon it then you will obey it praise god because when you study the word of god and you constantly study the word of god and you meditate upon it day and night the word of god manifests in you you become the word of god in other words you 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 you, you begin to have the mind of christ Hallelujah. So when you have the mind of Christ, you will begin to imitate Christ. Praise God. So for the seed, in other words, to grow in your heart, you must meditate upon it. Meditate upon it. Meditate upon it day and night. There is a purpose for why there is a word of God. Listen, let us go to the book of... Um, uh, thank you, Jesus. Let us go to the book of, to the book of 2 Timothy. New Testament. We're talking about the word as the seed. We're talking about the word as the seed. We're talking about the word as the seed, right? Let us go to the book of 2 Timothy. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cite 2 Timothy. Chapter 3. Masini, who second Timothy, is a Lugos tattoo. Second Timothy, chapter 3. And then let us read verse 16. Let us read verse 16. Let us read verse 16. What the Bible says there is a purpose for the word of God. And that purpose is that the Bible says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. That is why you have to meditate upon it. Read that verse again, Joshua. Read Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 8. Right? Read Joshua. There is a reason why you must meditate upon the word of God. Because the Bible says in the book of Joshua, because in order for you to obey the word of God, you must meditate upon it. That means you must know it. Not only know it, but you must understand it. Because when you understand it, then you will know the will of God upon your life. And there is a reason why you must study and meditate upon the word. Praise God. There is a purpose. Praise God. There is a purpose. The word of God has a purpose. Okay. The word of God has a purpose. It is inspired by the Holy Spirit. The word of God, in other words, it is true when they say it was written by the Holy Spirit. Because the men who wrote the word of God were inspired by God. They did not write their opinions or views on the word of God. Everything that is in the word of God, it is true. It is the way it was supposed to be. It is the purpose of God, the way it is. So all scripture is written by God and is inspired by God and is useful to teach. One of the reasons why you must read the word of God, it is to teach, teach, to teach you, praise God, what is true and to make you realize what is wrong. Praise God. Praise God. So the word of God is there to rebuke. In other words, to rebuke. So the Bible also says that the word of God must judge our thoughts. It must judge our conduct. Hallelujah. The word of God must judge our thoughts and it must judge our conduct. It must judge our thoughts and it must judge our conduct. So if the word of God cannot judge your, your, your conduct, cannot judge your heart, your thoughts, your soul, then the word of God is not impactful in your life. 
Praise mighty Jesus. So all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. So verse 7 says, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Hallelujah. You see the purpose of the word of God. It must be there because the word of God must correct you. When you are doing wrong, the word of God is there to tell you that you are doing, to remind you that you are doing wrong. Now you are sinning. Now you are turning away from God. The word of God is there to rebuke you to correct you, to keep you on the right path. That is the purpose of the word of God, as the seed. Hallelujah. As the seed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As the seed. Let us go to the book of, of because this is very important that we, we read this. But firstly, let us continue um, with, with, a, with a song, with a song, with a song. Let us continue, let us continue with Pastor Benjamin Dube. Um, Right now, then we'll be back to continue. Keeps on doing, keeps on doing great things. I want to ask a question Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. In Him there is no failure. Oh, yes. His plan is not to harm me, but to prosper me. I gotta ask the question again. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? In Him there is no failure. His plan is not to harm me, but to prosper me. Oh, brothers and sisters.
This is your brother in the Lord, Latter-day Preacher. Join me every day of the week on Anchor, the podcast. The name of my podcast is Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. It does not matter where you are, but you are welcome. You are all my brothers and sisters. I love you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Oh, yes, 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 oh, yes. We are back, 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 we are back. Um, hope that you are having a good time, having that you are going, having a good time indeed. I am Latter-day Preacher and we are continuing right now. We are continuing, we are talking about the power of the seed, the power of the seed, the power of the seed. When we are talking about the seed, we are talking about the word of God. Right now, let us quickly read, let us quickly read Mark 4. Mark 4, it is a parable of a farmer scattering the seed, scattering the seed. We said, when we are talking about the seed in this context of today, we are talking about the word of God, right? See that we are talking about the word of God. So the Bible says, let's begin at verse 1. Okay, quickly read, quickly read. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore, a very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore. Verse 2, he taught them by telling them many stories in the form of parables such as this one. So verse 3 says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on the shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. Verse 6, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants, so they produced no grain. Verse 8, still other seeds fell on the fertile soil and they sprouted, grew and produced a crop that was 30, 60 and even a hundred times as much as, his, as it had been planted. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, then he said, anyone who hears to hear, who anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So verse 10 says, later when Jesus was alone with the 12 disciples, uh, with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parable meant. Verse 11, he replied, You are permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God, but I use parables for everything I say to outsiders. So verse 12 says, So that the scriptures might be fulfilled when they see what I do. Praise God. When they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven. So verse 13 says, Then Jesus replied to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? Now he's talking to his disciples here. Jesus Christ, you know, they are asking him, they want him to explain the parable. He just um, made on the above scripture. Now he says, verse 14, The farmer plants the seed by taking God's word to others. Praise God. So in verse 15, The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. Hallelujah. So the Bible says here, when Jesus is explaining this seed, he says in verse 14, the farmer plants the seed 
by taking God's word to others. So the farmer in, in this context represent um, uh, the farmer on this context represented the preacher. You know, the preacher of the word. He is the one who is taking the word of God to the people, to others. They preach, praise God, preach the word of God unto nations. Now this is the, the farmer is the one that is represented by. So the farmer, in other words, is the preacher of the word. Praise God. So in verse 15 says, the seed that fell, praise mighty Jesus, the seed that fell on the footpath represented those who hear the message only to have Satan come to come at once and take it away. So in other words, there are people who hear when preachers preach. There are people who hear the word of God when it is preached. But as soon as they hear the word of God, Satan comes and takes it away. Perhaps you are one of those people who once visited to a church because these are usually people who would go and visit to a certain church because of a sister or a brother who, 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 who invites them to a church. So, you know, they will come and listen to the word of God in that particular church. But they will get excited for a moment, okay, when they are there. But as soon as they leave that church, then Satan comes. So Satan represents the bird that comes and, 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 and steals everything. So he steals the word of God in the heart of the potential believer. My goodness. So verse 15 said, verse 16, the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. There are those people who hear the message and they, and, 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 and they receive it with joy. So much joy. In verse 7 it says, But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they, as, as, as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. You know, there is a problem with this kind. And, 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 and I have seen this kind of, um, of, of people in the church of God. Praise my teachers. Perhaps you are one of them. Pray, praise my teachers. Perhaps you are one of these people the Bible is talking about here. Because the Bible says in verse 16, the seed on the rocky soil. You see, this is a rocky soil. All right? Represent those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. These people are so excited. They are so joyful. When they hear the word of God, they immediately believe in, the, in, in God. You know, they immediately believe in God. They immediately go. When, 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 the, when the pastor says, those who want to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and Lord, those who want to be born again must come forward. They immediately go to accept Jesus Christ. But the problem with these people are the ones who, are, who, who, who were excited at first, who had joy at first. But because they are not rooted in God, they, but they are not rooted in the word of God, that is why it is important that the moment that you are born again as a Christian, the moment that you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that is why it is very important for you to read the Bible. Meditate upon the word of God. You can read the Bible from John, right? Or you can read the Bible beginning from Matthew and read all the Gospels, right, of the Apostle so that you can understand the, 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 our Lord, our King, the King of Peace. You can understand who is Jesus. Praise God. The minute you understand who is Jesus, then the word of God, praise God, which is the seed, praise God, it is growing in your heart because a seed must grow and it must grow on a fertile, on a fertile soil or a, or a good soil, praise God. So you must prepare your heart to be a good soil. How do I prepare my heart? To become a fertile soul or a good soul that will accept the word of God, that will enable the word of God to draw. It is through studying the word of God. 
It is true studying. There is nothing else. It is true studying the word of God, meditating upon the word of God. By meditating and studying the word of God, then you are preparing the soul. You are preparing the soil. You are preparing your heart. You are preparing your heart. The designated my destination of the seed. You are preparing it so that the seed that is planted on it may grow. The reason why these people in verse 16, so the Bible has say that the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Verse 17 says, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. As soon, oh goodness, as soon as you have problems, as soon as you encounter attacks, as soon as you encounter um, calamity, all of a sudden you turn around and you say, where is this God? If God was really there, I wouldn't be sick. I wouldn't be losing my job. My marriage wouldn't be in chaos. My business wouldn't be going down. Praise God. And now you begin to find excuses to blame God. But the problem is you. Praise God. The devil saw that you were not rooted. You were just excited to be in church. But you are not rooted in the word of God. So when you are not rooted in the word of God, it is easy for the devil to knock you over. And you will backslide when you are not rooted in the word of God. Because the seed that grows is the, is the one that grows in a fertile soil. The seed that grows is the one that grows in a fertile soil. The fertile soil, it is the soil that has been prepared and continues to be prepared. Praise God. And continues to be prepared. So, in other words, in other words, the word of God is a manure upon that soil. The moment you read the word of God and you meditate upon it and you continue to do so, you are causing your soil, your heart, you are preparing it. And each and every way that is planted in that heart, it will grow and grow until you come to the full knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, verse 18 says, The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word. Verse 19, But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the law of wealth and the desires for other things. So no fruit is produced. So no fruit is produced. In other words, the word of God must produce fruits. And the, the fruits that are produced by the word of God, one of them is obedience. One of them is obedience. And, and another one is hating sin. When you hate sin and you are obedient to the will of God, that means that you are producing the fruit of the word of God. But there are people who hear the word of God. But they, they, you know, they, 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 there is a way that we go to God. Because I find it very, 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 I pity. I really sometimes feel sorry for those people, you know, who go to these churches where uh, prosperity gospel is, is, is the thing of the day where the pul in the pulpit they teach prosperity, prosperity gospel, they preach about investment, all those things that have nothing to do with Christ, right? But they insist on preaching the gospel of the stomach, the gospel that leads people away to... So these kind of people in verse 19, they are those people who when they were taught, they were first heard the word of God being preached. They, they heard these charismatic preachers who like to preach... Um, the other gospel so when 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 with what the way when 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 what they were expecting does not come to pass then they begin to say there is no god they are discouraged they are turned away from the gospel Pray, praise mighty jesus they become discouraged from going back to church because the pastor said if you give your ten thousand Go borrow it if you don't have it. Go borrow the money. Make a loan. Come, come, 
come, give a seed of 10,000. Your business, by this time next day, your business uh, will receive this and that and that and that. Your marriage will be this and that and that. You will be married by this time next day. You don't have uh, pay. You, you, you are looking, you are asking God for a fruit of the womb. Uh, and the woman will be excited and say, yes, I'm looking. Because this is, this is to him. This is to her a, a big problem. And, and, and this is to her killing her on the inside. Because everyone wants to have children, okay? When they get married, they want to have children. You know, even their husband is looking forward to, to having kids. But when a woman is barren and you come to these churches when you are told that, you know, give 5,000, mama, give 5,000, and you will see what God will do. Praise mighty Jesus. And when that thing does not happen, when you have gone to the bank and borrowed that 5,000 because you didn't have it, and what you were expecting does not come to pass, obviously you would backslide, because you went to church because of the things of this world. You didn't go to church looking for God. You went to church looking for a miracle, for a breakthrough, for a, a, a fruit of the womb, for a job, for all this. That was the main reason. And I cannot blame you because you did not know Christ. And the first person you heard talking about Christ or preaching is this person, is this pastor. That is preaching the other gospel. That is why today you are sitting at home and saying you doubt even if there is God. You doubt in your heart that there is God. That is why you backslided. That is why today you said, you know, uh, uh, Jesus is a foreign God. Praise God. And you are going back to worshiping your ancestors. Hallelujah. That is why today you, 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 you are resentful and you are sitting at home. You are wondering what happened to you. That is why today you are in debt because you were naive and you were ignorant. Praise God. To believe nonsense. Praise God. Praise God. That is why today. So the Bible is saying to you today that you are... Today the Bible is saying to you in verse 19... Listen to what the Bible says. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. So the law of wealth and the the law of wealth and the desire for the other things, so no fruit is produced. Verse twenty, and the seed that fell in good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of thirty, sixty or even a hundred times as much as he had been planted. Because when a seed is planted on a good soil, it produces a hundredfold, it produces thirtyfold, it produces sixtyfold. In other words, it multiplies. Hallelujah. It multiplies. Hallelujah. It multiplies. Hallelujah. It multiplies. Hallelujah, when it falls on a good soil. May you be that good soil. May you be that good soil today. May you be that person who says, I will accept the word of God and I will meditate upon the word of God all the days of my life. May you be that good soil today in the name of Jesus. May you be that good soil today in the name of Jesus. Why? There is a reason why. The word of God, the Bible says in Hebrews, um, the, the Bible says in Hebrews, the word, the word of God, it is sharper than a two-edged sword. It, it even penetrates the marrow in our bones. In our bones, right? It is sharper than a two-edged sword. That is the word of God. That is the power of the word of God. Today, may you be that good soil. Prepare your heart for the word of God. Allow the word of God to grow in your heart today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Well, we are about to close it right now. Let me pray, let me play a song and then we close it. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Let me play a song and then we are closing it, right? Yeah. We are closing it. Sometimes you're going through something and uh, it's, it's a difficult time. And uh, um, you go back to God and you pray, but Lord, why are you doing this? And, and then God then says, just trust me. You know. And later on, then you would then turn around and you say, it's all right. If you say so, it's all right. I want you to listen to this song. It's going to bless you. exalt your holy name our God we thank you Lord for this day that you have given us we thank you Father for this opportunity that we have afforded us oh God to share your word with your people oh Lord Father your word may it be a seed in my heart oh God may it grow until I come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ oh God May your word be a lamp unto my feet, O God. May your people open their hearts to your word. Father, we pray, O God, that we will not only be readers of your word or listeners of your word, but, O God, we will become doers of your word in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. Bless us, O God. Continue, O God, to grant us the desires of our hearts, O God. Continue, O oh God, to cover us, O oh God, in your blood. Continue to bless our families, O oh Lord. Continue, O oh God, to bless us in Jesus' mighty name, O oh God. Father, continue to give us strength and give us a peace, O oh God. We are facing challenges, O oh God. We are going through things. But, O oh God, our faith 
is not shaped, O oh God. Our faith, O oh God, is rooted in Christ. Our faith, O oh God, is rooted in you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen, Father God. You are worthy to be glorified. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, tomorrow, remember, we are going and um, we are coming back with our part two uh, of the seed. Tomorrow we are going to be focusing on the seed. We are going to be focusing on your money, our money as the seed, because we must give, okay? We must give. So we are going to look at what it means to 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 to, to plant a seed. Now talking to in monetary terms, in money, what what does it mean to give? You know, because your giving is a seed, right? Your giving is a seed, and 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 when when giving, we must give according to the will of God, the right way. There is a right way of giving and the wrong way of giving. So we're gonna be looking at those. Um, 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 uh, things tomorrow um, as we continue with our series talking about the power of the seed in Jesus mighty name hope that you are well wherever you are until next time brothers and sisters tomorrow let us hold it here bye 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 <laughs>